All right, guys, we're going to get to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's going to podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. We try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. You guys can find the podcast on YouTube, and you can also find the podcast anywhere that you can get your podcast. And we're so thankful that you guys are here with us today. All right, so I'm excited about this one because I think this is this is needed, and it's it's just a great topic, right? This is a great topic. So we're going to talk about the importance of godly friendships, the importance of godly friendships. And this 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 um, topic came from two points this weekend. Number one, I was able to go to my friend's wedding this weekend and just to be around, you know, people I haven't seen in a long time, good Christian people and talking with them and studying with them and singing with them. It was just great. It was great. It was it was a refresher. I'll say that it was a refresher. It was nice. Um, but then two, this idea came from um, a video I saw last night and I put it on my Instagram stories. You guys can check that out. But on the story, this guy said about friendship, he said, um, he said, I know right now you're not doing well. And he said, I know really you've actually pushed me away. But he said, when you find yourself in a state where you're good again, I'm here. And so, I mean, that was just a great thing. And I was like, man, I think, I think we need to talk about godly friendships. I think, because I think that's, that's truly important as we, as we, uh, as we grow with each other, as we help each other. And as we, um, as we help each other get to heaven, because I think we have a misconception sometimes. I think the, I think we think the more that we're just in the same place together and just do stuff together and have fun together that's the thing that's going to qualify as godly friendships that that can be a part of it but that shouldn't be the meat of it that should be the icing on the cake you know uh, a a friendship should be you know growth it should it should be talking about not just the fun stuff it should be talking about man look I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to get here but I'm struggling to get here you know I'm trying to do this but I'm being tempted here. I'm trying to do this, but I I just feel like there's a block. There's a roadblock here, you know, and it was great that this weekend and these guys have been on the podcast and some of these guys will be on the podcast, but you know, with, with Caleb, with, with Ben, um, you know, with, with Matt, with Dan, with all these guys that I haven't seen in a while and just to sit and, and talk, you know, and open up the Bible together and sing together, you know, that's, that's the type of stuff that I was like, man, like it's, this is rare. You know what I mean? It really is. And I think it's important to really know kind of who we have around us. So I think, you know, as we study, I hope that this can help you today. So we're going to look at the importance of godly friendships. And this is how we're going to go with it. We have to understand, though, who's around us. So we have to do some evaluating today. So here's the thing about growth, guys. The thing about growth, and especially when we talk about spiritually, spiritual godly christian growth right we have to learn to evaluate who's around us we have to we got to learn so you know you hear the phrase you know show me your circle you know show me your friends i'll show you your future that's real that's 100 percent real and so this is this is important okay so what type of friends do you have around you here's number one if you're taking notes number one You may have friends that are around you that are only your friends when you are valuable to them. 
You may have friends that are around you that you are only their friend when you are valuable to them. So now as we talk about this, this this is important because we really got to understand this too. So what we're going to do, we're going to look at this example here about Moses and the children of Israel. And the same process that the children of Israel have with Moses is the same process that these quote-unquote friends will, or if they haven't already, that they have with you currently. Okay, so let's look at Exodus chapter chapter 2. Let's start here. So while you guys are turning there, again, open up your Bibles on this podcast. This is what we love to do so you guys can go back and study for yourself as well. So I want you guys to hone in on this word valuable, right? Valuable. Here's the thing about valuable is when you think about that word, it 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 is it's in the currency space, meaning you offer something that I don't currently have. Please keep that in mind as we study this. You offer something that I currently don't have. Okay, now keep that in mind. So Exodus 2. Let's look at verse 23. And it came to pass in the process of time that the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel sighed. Why were they sighing? By reason of bondage. And they cried and the cry came up to God by reason of their bondage. And God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel and God had respect unto them. So remember, what is value now? What is valuable? It is a term of currency. So you offer something that I currently don't have. So at this moment in time, what is the thing that Israel's crying about that they don't have? Freedom. So now they're crying to God for it. So now as we talk about this, guys, so now who does God send for the children of Israel to provide the thing that they cried out for. He sends Moses. Now let's look at what happens. So now let's look at the progression here. Look at Exodus chapter 15 and look at verse 1. So now we understand the 10 plagues. Then we understand the children of Israel are going through the Red Sea. Then the Egyptians are coming behind them and then the water crashes on the Egyptians. So now the thing that they cried out for originally in Exodus 2, now let's look at the celebration. Verse 1 of Exodus 15. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. So what's our overarching theme on this point about our friends that are around us? Sometimes you are only a friend to those if you offer value to them so when Moses gave the children of Israel what they wanted and what's what did they want what did they want what did they cry out for freedom once they got it they celebrated with him but now notice how they treated their quote-unquote friend look at chapter 16 beginning in verse 2 After they came into the wilderness, the whole congregation 
murmured against Moses. Why, why do sit here and think about this with me for a second as we conversate? Why did, why did the children of Israel, why did they murmur against Moses? Think about it. Why? Because guess what type of friends they were to him? You are only my friend when you offer value. Now, after you gave me what I wanted, your value has diminished in my eyes. Sadly, guys, that process that the children of Israel put Moses through is a process that people will put you through here, too. So this is why we have to understand who's around. Sometimes you're only you are only a friend. People only want to be around you. People only want to talk to you when at that specific time you offer value to them. After your value is done, they will murmur and complain against you just like they did with Moses. We got to understand who's around us, guys. We got to understand our friends. And so I heard this phrase out of all places I heard it on ESPN, but it was true. It was true. But the phrase was this. Sometimes people are only as faithful as their options. Sometimes people are only as faithful as their options. So what, what do you mean by that? So after Moses gave them the initial thing that they wanted, if you keep reading through Exodus, guess what the children of Israel did? Let's appoint another person. Let's appoint another captain and let's go back. You see, sometimes this is, this is what tends to happen is Again, that phrase, sometimes people are only as faithful as their options. Sometimes people, the children of Israel were faithful to Moses because at that time, Moses was the only one. But then when other people start showing up, oh, wait, it's not just Moses. Now I got options. Now I got more people to choose from. Now you start to see your value. People are as only as faithful as their options. I was watching this, I was watching the show and um, there was a, there was a guy in a small town and in the small town, he was the one that was, you know, that would help with the fixing of things in the town. He would be the one that would, you know, set the laws in the town. He would be the one that would give the advice and help and do all these things. But then another group of guys came in. Right. Another group of guys came in, but little did that the, the townspeople know the group of guys that came in, they had an ulterior motive to take over the town. But in order to take over the town, they needed to gain the people's trust like the original guy who actually wanted the best for them. So then what they started to do, those other guys, they came into the town and they started fixing stuff. They started doing what he was doing. They started being out front. They started making laws. They started bringing new stuff in, new fun stuff in. And so now guess what the people did? Well, look, you were great, but we got options now. We we just, you were the only one for, for a minute, but now I got options. 
I got options. If these don't happen to work out, I can always go back to you. You see how messed up that is? That's messed up. Sometimes people are as only faithful as their options. So you may have friends that are around you that only call you a friend when you offer value. That's not a friend, guys. That's a business partner. That's not a friend. So keep that in mind. Then number two, let's keep let's keep studying the importance of godly friendship. So we got to understand who's around us then. So before we keep going, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to www.anchor.fm slash when scriptures become real slash support and you can support the podcast and we would love it if you would support us. The podcast will always be free, but you can support it and we'd be so thankful for you guys. All right. So number two. Number, so as we looked at the the importance of these godly friendships, we got to understand who's around us, though. So some people are only your friends when you offer value to them. But then when other options come up, then your value diminishes. People are as only faithful as their options. Then number two, you may have friends that are around you. They will only call you friend when it's convenient for them. They will only call you friend when it's convenient for them. So I was looking through this. I was like, what what Bible example could I use for this? Like there's God. I know there's something in here. I just don't. Maybe I'm looking over it. Maybe I'm missing it. Maybe I maybe there isn't like an explicit example. Maybe it's by principle. But then it's shown through, you know, like when you see certain examples and then you're looking for one. You're just like, I don't know where it is. And then the, the you know, you you hear the angels. Oh, <laughs> there it is. I found it. Check this out. This is crazy. Look at Genesis chapter 40. Genesis 40. Literally the perfect example of this type of quote unquote friend. Perfect. Perfect. Right. So now Genesis 40 and. um, Verse number. You know, what we need to do, actually, we need to start in verse number um, verse number 11. So here's a friend that's only a friend when it's convenient for them. And that friend was Pharaoh's cupbearer. So remember when Joseph was thrown into prison, you had the butler and the baker. But then notice the butler. So begin in verse um Actually, verse nine, we got to read this because I want you guys to really understand where where this quote unquote friend's mind was. So the chief butler told his dream to Joseph and he said, in my dream, there was a vine and in the vine were three branches and it was budded and her blossom shot forth and the clusters brought forth ripe grapes and Pharaoh's cup was in my hand and I took the grapes and I pressed them in Pharaoh's cup and I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said unto him, this is the interpretation of your dream. The three branches are three days. Yet within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you unto your place. And you will deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand in the former manner when you were his butler. So sometimes you'll only have friends that will only be your friend when it's convenient for them. So where were, where was, where was everybody at right here? We're all locked up. (laughs) We're all locked up, right? We're in jail. But then y'all know I can interpret. So I tell the butler's dream, I tell the baker's dream, but for the butler or the cupbearer, you come to me and you ask me, what does my dream mean? 
So I tell you in three days, <clears throat> you're going to be restored. You're out of here in three days. So that's a great thing, right? So you came to me for help. I interpreted the dream. But notice the one request that Joseph had back for him. Verse 14. <clears throat> but think on me when it shall be well with thee and show kindness, I pray thee, and make mention of me to Pharaoh and bring me out of this house. For indeed, <clears throat> I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews. And here I have done nothing that they should put me in this dungeon. Okay, so now we understand that. But now let's look at verse 20. All right, so let's jump down. And it came to pass on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast unto his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the baker among his servants. And he restored the chief butler unto his butlership again. And he gave the cup unto Pharaoh's hand. Now verse 23. Watch what happens. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. Sometimes there'll be friends that are around you. That when they have a need, they need you. They're calling you. They're next to you. They, they want to get close to all this stuff. But when you actually help them and the need is met, they'll forget you just like Joseph did or just like the, the butler did. They'll forget you. It's sad, but it's true. We got to understand these things are realities. This is real. So <clears throat> when a friendship is only based on certain conveniences, it's automatically one-sided. It's, it's by default one-sided. Even if the other party doesn't know what you're doing, by default, it's one-sided. So the, the butler knew, if I get into this position, like he said I would, he knew what he was going to do. He forgot him. He forgot him. And so the thing about it is, guys, when you talk about a friendship, a friendship is always reciprocal, meaning I'm not doing stuff just out of my convenience. I'm not doing stuff just because I have a need right now. And then after that need is met, well, you know, let's see what else is. That's not a friendship. And sometimes what we've done, guys, <clears throat> we've treated people this way. And as we talk about this, guys, and myself included, I know I can be a better friend, too. So I'm looking at these and I'm saying, well, how can I improve? How can I be better? How can I do better? But sometimes what we'll do is instead of. Instead of becoming better friends. We just act like it never happened. Well, I got what I wanted. I got more options now. You know what I'm saying? It's We got to be careful. We got to be careful with that. And so here in Genesis 40, Joseph was only a friend to the, to the butler because it was convenient to be friends. 
it wasn't true. It was just out of convenience. You're the only one right now. And so like we talked about in the the last podcast with Peter, sometimes with your friendships, you're only friends with people out of convenience. Well, you're, you're, you're just like that, that example of the, the five new guys that came into town, you know, you were, you were once that guy, you were once new, you were once fresh, you were once, you know, the new commodity in town. And after that, that faded, now there's more options that come in. Then you get faded out. That's, I mean, that's what happens sometimes. It's sad, but that's the reality. You get faded out. And so Joseph understood this and he got faded out. But again, just like with Moses, Joseph showed meekness. So when the children of Israel did Moses wrong in their friendship, did Moses do them wrong? When Joseph, when the, when the butler did Joseph wrong and when Joe, and who's to say, and I can't say this from the text, but let's say this. Who's to say that when Joseph got in second in command, who's to say that that cupbearer still didn't have his position and he still worked there? Can you imagine sitting there being second in command and then the cupbearer comes in and now he's serving you? Now, now you have the power to do whatever you want to this guy. But Joseph still showed meekness to everybody. See, here's the thing about it. Even with our friendships, in order for you as the listener to, at, you can't control how other people treat you. You can't control that. But what you can control is whatever they do and how they treat you doesn't mean you have to treat them the same way. So Joseph controlled his meekness and he didn't treat other people wrong. Moses controlled his meekness. He didn't treat other people wrong. You and I need to control and not treat other people wrong. Sometimes we think, and I call it the mirror effect. And what I mean by that is you forgot me. You treated me wrong. I was only, you're, I, you know, you were only as faithful as your options. You treated me that way. So I'll in turn treat you the exact same way. That's not, that's not right. Sometimes because of what other people do to you, then you mirror that, that right back to them. That's not how we're supposed to do it. If you want to be godly. And I want to be godly, don't you? So what type of friends do you have around you? Number one, you may have friends that are around you that are only your friends when you provide value. Then number two, you may have friends that are around you that are only your friends when it's convenient for them for you to be around. But then number three, here's the friend we want. And sometimes... In the, in the mix of all these other people, this person can get lost in the mix. Easily, this person can get lost. You may have a true friend around you. And a true friend is going to do three things to you. Number one, a true friend is going to comfort you. You know, you think about 2 Corinthians 1. You know, we're comforted as God comforted us. And we're to show that comfort. That friend, that friend there is not showing you comfort out of convenience, out of what can I get out of it. That friend is showing comfort because he or she genuinely cares. And that's what I found out today, man. 
and I've seen this so many times on on the internet, on on you know, on YouTube, on everybody kind of says the same thing, but you know, as you guys grow older, you'll start to understand this too. There's not a there's not a lot of people out here that really care. Having a genuine person genuinely care about your well-being that's rare these days it's rare because it's all it's almost like it's almost like someone someone else is always everyone's always looking for what benefits me out of this or what's convenient for me right now it's rare to have have friends that just care it's rare it's it's very very rare and so if you have that around you make sure you kind of you don't lose that because that's rare so then number two what else will a friend do a true friend will not only comfort you but a true friend will challenge you you know a lot of times we call friendship those that um, always tell us we're okay, we're doing great, we're doing fine, you don't need to improve, you don't need to change, you don't need to do anything, you don't need to look at this, you don't need to check this out, you don't need to adjust something. Sometimes sometimes we view people in our lives that tell us those things as the villain, and then the other people that just tell us we're great, that they're our friends. It's really vice versa. It's really vice versa. And here's here's what I've learned personally. I've learned and I've learned this personally too. Um, a friend is not somebody that will always tell you you're great, that will always tell you you're okay, that will always tell you you're right. That's not a true friend. A true friend is someone who wants to see you get better who wants to help you get better, who wants to be there as you get better. That's what a true friend is. And sometimes it takes challenge. And I don't think I could call somebody a friend who isn't willing to do that. Because we got to be willing to challenge each other. We have to. Because sometimes we kind of mask that with the you're okay. And that, that doesn't help people. That makes people weak. Because they always think I'm good where I'm at because you said it. We got to get out of that. Then number three. What else will a friend do? A friend will comfort. A friend will challenge. And a friend. A friend will love. You know. When you think about what Jesus said. If you love me. You will keep my commandments. You know, with with our friendships, our friendships, we should love one another as Christ loved us. And when you talk about love, 1 Corinthians 13, you know, you want to truly help people. You want to truly be there for them. And so as we as we close this, guys, I want to give you this example. And I'll use these guys um, as an example. Um. Myself, Caleb Rutherford, 
um, Ben McDonald and Dan Hantak. We all grew up together. Guess what we've all done together? We've all had fun. We've all, you know, done stuff. We've all been to the movies. We've all been to camps. We've all done all these things together constantly. But, you know, with those guys, I don't remember that stuff. You know what I do remember? I remember those nights where where guys cried. I remember those nights where guys didn't know what to do. I remember those nights where guys called and said, can you pray about this situation? I remember guys giving hugs and saying, hey, I love you. Keep going. That's what I remember. Sometimes I think we have a false view of friendship. I think we think the more we get together and just do stuff is friendship. That's surfacey. To build a friendship is to grow with them and know them. That's what I want out of a friendship. What do you want? And so that's why I appreciate those guys. And I'm glad I got to see them this weekend. But I hope that as you guys look around you and see your friendships, I hope you can see who your friends are. But I I also hope you can see how you need to react, even if it does happen to you that way. I hope you can see that. And I hope this was able to encourage you and 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 really help you grow. You know, a part of growth is 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 difficult. It's called growing pains for a reason. It's hard. But we got to do it. We got to do it. So I hope that was able to help you. Um, So this podcast will be coming out probably in the next, you know, 15 minutes. But also look out. I'll also be on a podcast tonight with uh, Christian Franklin and with Tucker Wallace on their podcast. And we're going to be talking about the heart of a hero that I'm telling you all, you will not want to miss that one. You I promise you, you will not want to miss that one. That's going to be a great podcast. I am look forward um, to being on uh, with those guys. So Lord willing, uh, we'll be back on Monday with another podcast. Thanks, guys.